Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Time to take a look at some headlines out of China. Apart from Elon Musk visiting the country, we're also going to look at how Beijing has declined the U.S.'s invitation for a meeting between their defense secretary Lloyd Austin and his Chinese counterpart Li Xiangfu in Singapore. We'll also take a look at China's first domestically made passenger jet that flew its maiden commercial flight over the weekend. On the line with me is Dr. O.A. Sun, Senior Fellow, Singapore Institute of International Affairs. Good afternoon, Dr. O. Good afternoon, indeed. All right, we've got a couple of things to talk about. Uh, Beijing declining an invitation from the U.S. for a meeting between Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin and Li Xiangfu. The Defense Secretary from the U.S. was due to travel to Singapore later this week to attend the Shangri-La Dialogue. Uh, It is a defense summit that happens every year. Now, um, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, this seems to be the latest in a string of unhappiness that's being expressed by Beijing. Well, number one, I think China in recent years, at least in recent days, they are getting increasingly confident as to their status, their place on the world stage and so on. So to them, I guess they have a sense that they could afford to not meet uh, the U.S. side. Mm. And at some point, the U.S. will be so desperate as to, you know, come down to trying to meet them. So they are especially displeased that Mr. Lee, the defense minister, was uh, sanctioned by U.S., although it happened before he became defense minister. Yeah, yeah. you got a feeling that no doubt people will question whether this is a wise move or not. I mean, it's still the United States we're talking about, but you, you can't help but think that there seems to be this avoidance of discussing military issues. South China Sea, Taiwan perhaps. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I think definitely because from their point of view, the U.S. is uh, sort of intruding itself in this part of the world, in this region, and in this uh, supposedly sphere of influence for uh, China. And again, as I said, they are very confident that uh, there's no need, uh, at least at this point, for any channel of communications. Mm -hmm. Well, what do you think it's going to take for... China to be willing to sit down with the United States to talk about these issues? Should the U.S. perhaps go to China, do a bit of cultural, I don't know, cultural bridging in that sense or understanding in that sense? Well, at the very least, the U.S. will have to uh, uh, cancel this sort of sanction against yeah. Mr. Lee. Okay. That will be the first gesture. And then uh, the U.S. will have to back off uh, a little bit from uh, proactively supporting Taiwan and, and so on. Uh, from the China side, they again, they feel confident that at some point the U.S. will come scurryingly yeah. uh, down to uh, try to meet them. Yeah. It's going to be quite interesting when that happens. Uh, Dr. O, mm-hmm. next issue I want to talk about. Gone were the days where you get a reaction when you hear something is made in China. Uh, because now China has launched their first domestically made passenger jet, the C919. Uh, what do we know about this company, though? Well, this company is uh, something like a commercial aircraft manufacturing company of China. Of course, it's a government link company. It was formed in, I think, around 15 years ago with the express purpose of uh, building passenger jets for the well, China market mm. and perhaps beyond. Yeah. yeah. How, is, how is this maiden voyage being celebrated in China? How significant is this? Well, I think it's operated by China Eastern Airlines mm. based out of Shanghai. And of course, it's a big deal. But uh, 
Of course, I think people are also looking forward to indeed the Chinese tourists uh, traveling a little bit more, uh, mm-hmm. especially out of their country. Yeah, yeah, it definitely will solve um, the shortages in terms of flights, right? But I do wonder, yeah. and I'm, I'm trying to think from a point of view of you know China and how they are from second largest economy in the world, trying to go after that title of largest economy in the world. Do you see this eventually becoming a competitor to giants like Boeing or even Airbus? Well, it, it depends on the price, right? If uh, you know the price is right, you know, it is cheaper, and then the safety record is good, then yeah, of course, it will give Boeing and Airbus their money's worth. But of course, safety record is something which you build over time. So you will need uh, quite a few years down okay. the road before people say this is a very safe aircraft. Yeah, mm, It's not just the skies that they're trying to conquer. Space is something else because uh, China State Media has talked about how the country has sent three astronauts, including a civilian scientist, to its now fully operational space station as part of crew rotation. Um, once again, competing with the United States on another front. Uh, your thoughts and, and, and how successful they're going to be with this? Well, space is the final frontier, right? <laughs> so uh, if you are going to compete over land, you compete on the sea, then you might as well compete in, in the sky and uh, into the space, right? So I, I think China is very eager to uh, really put a stake uh, in the space race, both in terms of lunar landing and certainly now with their own uh, space uh, station. And then they're also even talking about Martian or Mars uh, landing. Yeah. So, well, yeah, this is a brave new world out there and uh, all these superpowers are scrambling for it. Yeah, Doctor, you strike me as a Captain Kirk kind of guy. I don't know. You just give me that vibe. <laughs> I but, <am. laughs> but do you think China would collaborate with other countries? I Say European counterparts for that matter. They've got a decent relationship with Russia as well. And, you know, space is uh, in a way for everyone, right? Do, do you, you potentially see something like that? Well, yes, uh, but of course, uh, you know, one among the many would try to lead the pack, right? Of course, so of course. I think, yeah, all of them, China and U.S., while they are perhaps open to uh, working with others, but they would like to be leading the pack here. Yeah. Mm, fair point. Okay, uh, Dr. O, let's move on to talk a little bit about Elon Musk, uh, the Tesla CEO, who is expected to visit China this week. Uh, this according to reports. Um, he is apparently seeking a meeting with Chinese Premier Li Qiang. Uh, what are we expecting from this meeting? Could Mr. Musk meet up with anyone else? Well, Mr. Musk is first and foremost a businessman. And of course, he would like to get, uh, shall we say, better mm. business terms out of China, either from the government or from his uh, partners there. But I think, I wouldn't say he would have a root shock. But when he lands on, uh, I guess, Beijing, I think you would see that uh, there are indeed a lot of electric vehicles on the streets. Yeah. Just that most of the brand names are not his. They are not Tesla. Yeah. I think China by now has, uh, according to one of my China's friends, uh, more than 10 or even 15 different brands for electric vehicles. So yeah. he's in for some rough competition. Yeah, my colleague uh, Tian mentioned earlier on uh, Indonesia's cab line Bluebird has uh, signed a deal with uh, BYD running their electric fleet. How how worried should uh, Elon Musk be with regard to this trip? And that's not all, right? He, he even made a comment about there's some inevitability to the situation when it comes to China and Taiwan tensions. Uh, will he be well received to begin with? 
Well, if he says things like that, of course, he'll be well-received because it's right al- along the tune, the mainstream tune of uh, China, right? Yeah. But uh, again, he's a businessman. I think he's looking forward to better business terms. Yeah. But again, as I said, he will ha- face a lot of competitions because uh, these other vehicles, I don't know whether they're better than his, but they're certainly cheaper than yeah. his uh, Tesla. Yeah. 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 It'll be interesting to see how that goes. I've been speaking with Dr. O.A. Sun, Senior Fellow Singapore Institute of International Affairs. As always, Dr. O, appreciate your time. Take care and have a great day. Well, thank you very much indeed. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.